All right, everyone, welcome back to Brie Hunter is Fucked, and it certainly is feeling like a Brie Hunter is Fucked kind of day. Um, I'm feeling like a little stressed out because we had some technical difficulties. We had some emotional or emotional difficulties. I can't speak. So obviously, uh, my motor skills are failing me at this point. See, uh, it's a bit of a rough go over here, but, um, I saw a post the other day. This is why I was thinking about this, about, it was like some, from some college girl, Barstool put it up about like all these slutty things she did in college and everybody was commenting on it like um you know like oh yeah like they basically had done the same thing and I felt really left out because you know I was a virgin until I was 23. Really? I I didn't think I know that. Um did you didn't know that? No I mean no I don't think I did. Imagine going all through college with your hymen still intact (laughs) like that was me. And I, so now I'm almost like, I don't know. I feel like everybody had this like hoe phase and I'm like, did I miss out because I didn't go through this hoe phase? Probably. I mean, you didn't do any sort of like foreplay or anything like that? Well, no. I mean, I did like some foreplay. I wasn't like a total loser, but uh, there was like no penetration. And just in general, I actually didn't hook up with that many people um, or like fool around with that many people in college. I was like a wow. goody two shoes. Believe so, it or so not. did you view this person in the article as a a slut? No, no, not at all. I don't. I don't really see like you know me. I'm kind of like to each his own. Like I like this is the way that I am. Just because um, like I know how I like I can't. I don't do casual sex. I don't enjoy it. I've said mm. that many times before. But that doesn't yeah. mean that it's not like a moral thing for me. It's not a moral issue. You know. So no, I get it. It just it means something to you. It's a it's a romantic, uh, you know, thing to do. I, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, I was like 23 when I lost my virginity, and I just was like, I didn't want the guy to think I was a leper, you know. So I didn't even tell him that I was a virgin. I just went with it. Like I just was like, okay, like <laughs> you've seen so many porns, like you you got this. Like you just walk in there confidently, remember all that you've seen, and just you know. I was like, maybe I should take a muscle relaxant just to like calm myself down. But then I was like, oh my God, what if I pass out mid-coitus? Like I didn't want to, you know, there's so many things that go through your mind. I'm sure it's the same for, like, I'm sure it's similar for a guy, right? Yeah, definitely. But at a much younger age, I mean, there are guys that don't have sex until they're in their 20s. Uh, but I'd imagine that they know what to do. I don't think guys are so worried about what to do. Maybe they are. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's like it's nerve-wracking. Like walking into it, I'm like, okay, like do I limber up? Like do I leave him a Yelp review when it's all over? Like what is the protocol? To- so were, were you still in college at 23? Uh, where were you in life? No, I had graduated. I already had like a 401k at 23. I was gainfully employed. Um, Did your and- friends know that you were still a virgin? Did I? Did the guy know? No. Did your friends know? Oh yeah, my I think most of my friends knew. And and they were fine with it. They didn't like pressure you to have sex. No, I, you know, and honestly, like maybe they didn't know. I mean, or maybe they did, and they just didn't want to bring it up. Because the thing was, like, I was always very like sexual in turn like I will I'm a very sexual person mm-hmm. but I always tell people like sexuality doesn't necessarily translate into for lack of a better word like promiscuity you know what I mean yeah. 
Um, and so, so for I- me, like I was always very sexual, still am. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously love porn, like love everything about it. But I still am very selective in terms of like who I actually allow to enter me. Um, yeah, which, which I think is a good thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, it's your it's your vagina. Yeah, my cave of wonders. Yeah. So, how would you rate yourself one through ten on your first performance? I mean, well, for like a noob, I feel like I was pretty good. You know, like I listened to instructions. I I did limber up before I go. So you know, he had the legs behind my head first time. They went back, no issue. Um, you know, I feel really? like really your first time. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I said and did all the right things. I probably was like a little bit like tense in the beginning because I remember him saying like, oh, like you like relax your legs. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck, like you're, it's like a dead giveaway. Like he's going to know. But then I, I <laughs> well, took like I, a I cleansing for, breath. For, for and young ladies because men are, are pretty like uh, judgmental when it comes to sex. They'll go to their guys and they'll say, that girl was a, was a dead fish. No, I definitely wasn't a dead fish. Like, I went in, like, you know, in good spirits. And mm-hmm. like I said, I had seen enough porn that I'm like, okay, I know what to say. Like, I know, like, the, the right things. Like, I, the leg movements were probably, like, a little bit off. But mm-hmm. I, I got into the flow pretty easily, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So it was, like, a little bit of, like, a bumpy start so to speak but then like it in the end it ended up being good and then we did it again like right at like right after okay. so like the obviously like the first first time I was like okay like a little bit nervous but then after that I was like put me in coach like I'm ready to go I was <laughs> well, like yeah once did, I had sex did, the, once did you oh god no I was gonna say like once I had sex once that was all I wanted to do after that. Like I was, then I was like the energizer bunny, like this poor guy, like, you know, I probably wore him out. I probably took years off of his life. Apologies to his future grandchildren, just because I was so demanding for sex in the months to come, you know, cause you're making up for lost time at that point. Yeah. Did you actually break your hymen or was that a joke? Um, well, I think all girls do for the most part. It's not like I was like, you know, hemorrhaging on the bed. So I don't think he, I don't think he would know from that. I think if anything, the like originally stiff legs may have like given me away, but then maybe he just thought I was nervous. Cause like I said, like once we got going and I kind of like understood, you know, what to Mm -hmm. do, I was like, you know, I'm very task oriented as a person. So once I get my bearings straight, like I can pretty much adapt to any situation um, in- including, uh, fucking. So <laughs> it's, it's served me well in a variety of areas in my life, in- including the bedroom. There we go. So, yeah, I, um, but like I said, I feel like, like college or right after college is the perfect slash most excusable time to have like the quote unquote ho phase. And I didn't. And now I feel like I, I missed out. You I know? think you did. And I think you missed out on high school sex because high school sex is a whole different animal. No, that's like, I don't think I missed out there. Like, I don't know what I'm missing out on with in terms of high school sex because to me, I'm like, it's like a guy who doesn't really know what they're doing. You obviously don't know what you're doing and you're both sitting there in a basement, dimly lit that smells like, you know, natty light. Is that really, like, did I, is that what I missed out on? Does it get exactly. better Exactly, that's that? what I'm trying to say. You missed out on the awkwardness. That, that, those are the memories you remember. The what was I doing memories, you know? Especially because when you're in college, 
you're usually pretty drunk and you don't remember a lot. In high school, you remember all of it. Well, yeah, but adult sex, I wasn't drunk either, so I remember all of it, you know? Yeah, but it's not the same awkward sex. I'm telling you, there's something different, especially when when the gal doesn't know what they're doing, you know? Because I think it's the one point in life, as a guy, you feel like you, you have the upper hand. <laughs> because as you go forward in life, girls tend to be more educated on sex than you are. That's, that's just the case. You know, right, so like it, it's like on like a school, graph. It's, one it's, like point it's like almost not. like they surpass you at a certain point. Like men plateau, and then women like become freaks exactly. later on in life. Exactly, because at that point, guys have already been jerking off for a few years. You know, and that's and that's a lot of sex. You know, that's a, a big part of sex is just that action. Right, and at that point, you're like familiar with your dick. It's like a well-traveled, you know, exactly. When land girls are you. And, and girls at that point in high school, a lot of times they they haven't watched porn. You know, while that, guys have. Yeah, that's, I was just going to say, that's very true, is that I feel like most women say that it takes them longer to, like, like, they didn't really start to really enjoy sex until, like, their mid-20s, because that's when you really start to, like, know your body. Yeah. Um, whereas guys, I think, like, pretty much, right, like, you're, like, almost come out of the womb, like, knowing what pleases you, you know? Yeah, well, only for that small window of time. After college, you know, guys are on their own, and usually right. going to look pretty stupid. Then you go every which way. You just have yeah. no idea. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, part of me feels like it's never, you know, what's that quote? Like, it's, I wrote it down. It's never too late to be what you might have been in terms of the hoe phase. But then I'm also <laughs> like, nah, like, just, you know, you've already made your bed. Just lie in it. Lie in your, in your half a virgin bed at this point. Also, knowing Brie Hunter of today, I don't think you would have gone back and changed anything. I, I, you're not that person. You, you're not the, the slutty gal. I know. Yeah, contrary to popular belief, I am not the, the slutty gal. Not that there's anything no. wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I just don't... Um, it's weird. I think it's like a like it's something that I find that men especially have like a hard time grasping this concept of being like very sexual and, and liking sex and, you know, not wanting to wear a lot of clothes, but then also not wanting to ha have sex with everybody you meet. Like, I think there's like a, a disconnect there for, and it's really, it's not just men, it's women too. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's very confusing for them. Um, and I don't, I can't say that the two are unrelated because obviously they're related, but I think that you can be extremely sexual and then not want to have everybody stick themselves inside of you. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's fair. Why not? Right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of, like, a good analogy, but it'll come to me at some point. So, do you, wait, do you want to share, and you can, you can plead the fifth because we're allowed to do that on this show, but do you want to share how old you were when you lost your virginity? Sure. I, w I was 17 years old. And okay. Yeah, I feel I, like that's I, on par. Like, I feel like that, like, 17 is, like, 16, 17, 18. Like, I feel like that's most people, right? Yeah, because there certainly is, especially for guys, probably for girls too, but there's a, there's a pressure when you're around 16 years old to have sex. Uh, so, you know, I'm in my senior year of high school and every, all my friends are having sex. So that it, only the losers, the squares aren't. So you, you need to get it done. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was 17 and the girl was, I mean, we were both intoxicated, you know, so we we're very intoxicated. I didn't even know the girl. 
this is not the way you should do it, people. People listening, especially young people, you should know the person. <laughs> it should be romantic. It should be what Bree did. But it, in, instead, it was it was two just drunk people that didn't know each other, uh, found each other attractive, had sloppy sex that was unprotected. And uh, yeah, oh, that was it, my first time. Oh, it was time. unprotected? You were just Russian rouletting it? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't know any better. I really wanted it to happen. I didn't have a condom nearby. Uh, so I wasn't going to let that, you know, let that stop me. And it was stupid. Well, listen, I mean, I feel like like five out of ten, if not more people, probably have like a very similar story to you. So I don't think that you're, I don't think that's out of the norm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but but I did it for the wrong reasons. I did it for, so I can go back to my friends and say, hey, guys, I did it. You know, check that off my list. Now, now you know, everyone can leave me alone until I, I can actually want the sex that I, you know, I'm having. Oh, you know? Al, that's so, like, I know. Because the, the boys especially, like, you pressure each other. It's like, the, I mean, that's Absolutely. basically the entire plot of American Pie. Yeah, 100%. Right? And I, I, I think it's better today. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's better today with young boys. Uh, I think they... Uh, don't have such a pressure. I think they get it a little more. But that being said, uh, you know, and I, I was no help. I was doing the same thing to my friends. You know, I was pressuring them as well. You know, it was just the blind. Yeah, the blind leading the blind. The blind pressuring the blind. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of American Pie and having sex and partying, Memorial Day is this upcoming weekend, and it's funny. I thought that this was like a nat like. Most people were like hopped up about Memorial Day, but when I said it to you, when I was like, "Oh, it's a holiday episode," you're like, "It's not really a holiday." So I guess maybe <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's yeah, like two I see kinds no like happiness out of Memorial Day. A lot of people will do barbecues or go to the beach. I don't get it. I, I to me, it's just like a it's a day of remembering soldiers, right? So we're supposed to be happy. So me personally, I I, mean, I do love a good hamburger and hot dog, but. I don't get the whole the whole partying thing. Well, yeah, I mean, again, it definitely is supposed to be about the soldiers, but this being America, we've like commercialized it and made it like a drinking holiday. Not mm. that I'm, you know, complaining about the drinking aspect, obviously, you know me. Um, mm. but this year I'll be celebrating down in Huntington Beach, which is like pretty big Republican country. So I already went and I bought my like American flag nipple pasties so I can like <laughs> blend in with the crowd you know I want to be like I want to be one with the people down there and and mm -hmm. show my pride and I just I feel like for the patriotic holidays you have to celebrate with your Republican friends and I know you disagree with me on this but I, I feel like th those are the days that you really got to party it up with the red state brethren oh I, I have no, especially these days I have zero interest to be with uh, the Trump supporters and the and the red pickup trucks and giant American flags. Nothing wrong with some patriotism. I love the good American flag, but not in that uh, setting. I know, but if there was ever a day to like hang with those people, even if they're not your usual crew, like back home in Jersey, I have a friend who's an ex-cop. And every 4th of July, this guy is lighting off fireworks, doing lines of coke off his Jeep, and like singing, I'm proud to be an American in his boxers in his driveway. Like, yeah, see, th th that's exactly the opposite person I like. No, thank you. I, b I bet he has Oakleys, too. No, you thank you. You bet he has you. what? I bet he has Oakley sunglasses. 
Actually, I th I think he does. That was like a weirdly specific um, call out, Al. But I I do feel like he does. But no, I mean on again, like I'm I'm a team player. So on Memorial Day, I'm starting my day by masturbating to Fox and Friends, like a real patriot does. Mm. Okay, and then this whole week, all I'm gonna listen to is Kenny Chesney and Ben Shapiro. That's my second contribution, just to really get you know get the juices flowing, get into the, the holiday spirit, so to speak. And then when I go for the celebration, I'm showing up at the bar in a bikini and cowboy boots with support Second Amendment written across my tits. <laughs> You're gross, you know? Brie. You're gross. You, you Love it me? or leave it, Al. All right? There's, there's no communists allowed on this podcast. <laughs> I can't even say there, what There's better is. ways. Go watch some, some vintage wrestling. Go watch some Hulk Hogan versus... Macho Man Randy Savage. That's how you celebrate America. Oh, that's a you're right. That's another great way to prepare for Memorial Day. The the mm. whole Hogan. Yeah, maybe I'll even like, you know, bleach my my hair or something like that. Oh, I like that it. bandana. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, well, listen, I guess it's kind of nice that you're not going all out because if I do get arrested on a drunken disorderly down in Orange County and you have a car now so I can like you can come down and uh and bail me out. I, I would because I'm your friend, but I, I, I would give you a stern talking to on the way home. With yeah, imagine like with me with you know decked out in, in red, white and blue and you'd be there lecturing me. <laughs> I can't. Um anywho all right, I think that's pretty much all for this episode. Losing my virginity and my Memorial Day weekend plans. So um, pretty much business as usual, as we like to say. Do you have any parting thoughts before I officially sign off? No, I'm just a little depressed about the Knicks. The Knicks uh, lost game one in the, in the playoff. So hopefully by the next time we talk, that situation turns itself around. I know. I, I'm not a follower of, I mean, really any sports outside of MMA, but I do mm. know that the Knicks, if you're a Knicks fan, you're sort of long-suffering. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a rare occasion when right, they're in the playoffs. They haven't done anything that great in, in, recent, in mm. recent times. Oh, wait, oh, sorry, can you hear me? Is that a question? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? It's all right. Let's, let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at the Knicks have an uncertain future. Al's hearing is going. I can't speak. It's definitely time to wrap this one up. But until next time, guys, Al and I and the twins wish you well, and we hope you have a very happy Memorial Day, however you choose to celebrate it. So until next time, guys. Whoa, 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 Bree Hunter is fucked. Whoa, oh, oh, Bree Hunter is fucked. This has been a Lughole Podcast.